Hi, I'm Sabine, and welcome to my podcast, Sleep Easy, full of tips and knowledge from the ancient traditional cultures from around the world and latest science to help you contemplate and apply the information which will help you to get the best possible sleep. I'm super pumped about sharing all the information I have gathered and available to me via my background as a long-time yoga and meditation teacher, master NLP practitioner, hypnotherapist, Bachelor of Science with Honours, and recently, as part of my PhD, a graduate certificate in sleep science. Enjoy the show and remember, these are just my opinions, adding to your smorgasbord of information available as possible choices which suit your lifestyle and circumstances. Please always discuss your choices with your chosen healthcare provider. In today's bite-sized episode of Empowering You to Sleep Well, we will take a look at how much sleep we actually need, the signs and symptoms of not getting enough sleep, and of getting too much sleep. And we will also look at the developments you can prevent by getting good sleep as a priority. Did you know that too much sleep can hinder your thriving? We will have an exercise as a direct experience to help you with sleep, and you will discover three tips to add to your smorgasbord of choices that you could explore and implement to achieve better sleep quality and duration. Often people don't realize that they are sleep-deprived until they are in an extreme form of deprivation, having ignored the signs of lack of sleep and having overridden the symptoms with stimulants and distractions. We all require different amounts of sleep for optimal functioning at different times and stages in our lives. Knowing that we spend about one-third of our lives asleep, you're likely wondering, how much sleep do we really need? The perfect amount of sleep will vary according to age and lifestyle from person to person, but there are scientifically agreed upon ranges you can follow to ensure you're catching enough sleep. In our next episode, we will talk about how to find out your ideal amount of sleep, and we will talk about chronotypes as well. But for now, let's continue. When we are children and growing and developing, or going through stress or illness, we need the greatest amount of sleep for optimal thriving. National Sleep Foundation guidelines advise that healthy adults need between 7 and 9 hours of sleep per night. Babies, young children and teens on average need even more sleep to enable their growth and developmental needs to thrive. People over 65 should also get 7 to 8 hours per night. Knowing the general recommendations for how much sleep you need is just a first step. Remember, if you are unwell or going through a lot of changes or stress, you will naturally benefit from more sleep. On the other hand, too much sleep can be an issue also, leaving you lethargic and out of sorts. It carries with it potential health issues also. The risk of sleeping too much and the conditions linked with oversleeping include heart disease. There's a strong correlation between oversleeping and an increased incidence of heart disease. Depression. Approximately 40% of young people and 10% of older individuals with depression sleep too much, which can exacerbate depression symptoms. Headaches. 
If you're prone to headaches, oversleeping can trigger increased headache pain levels. Obesity. Research shows that habitual short and long sleep duration is a risk factor for developing obesity. So too much sleep or not enough sleep are risk factors for obesity. Thyroid issues. Your hormones have a large impact on your sleep quality. If, for example, your thyroid isn't functioning well, you could be experiencing sleep issues, like oversleeping due to constant exhaustion. Sleep apnea. When you suddenly need more sleep, it could be a sign that your sleep quality is declining due to sleep apnea. In response, your body tries to keep you asleep for longer to try and compensate for the poor quality of sleep you are having. Sleep disorders like sleep apnea could be the cause. Diabetes. Both a lack of sleep and too much sleep can raise your risk for diabetes type 2. Too much alcohol. Ingesting too much alcohol can easily encourage you to oversleep in addition to creating other sleep disturbances, as alcohol-induced sleep onset leads to lower sleep quality. Necrolepsy. This is a neurological sleep disorder which can affect your capacity to sleep. It affects your wake cycles. Hypersomnia. This is also a medical condition diagnosed when oversleeping tendency is chronic and has no known explanation. Medications. Become aware that some medications affect your sleep, making you more drowsy and causing you to sleep more. It is important to check with your medical practitioner whether they are affecting you adversely or not. In a nutshell, excessive sleeping, warning signs. So sleep is important, but too much sleep on a regular basis isn't doing you any favors. According to the National Sleep Foundation, excessive sleep may lead you to experience the following symptoms. Productivity issues, low energy during the day, symptoms of anxiety, memory loss, extreme sleepiness unresolved by napping, extreme fatigue unaffected by how much you sleep. So now let's go into what happens when we don't get enough sleep. If you've ever spent a night tossing and turning, sleeplessly watching time tick by, you know just how awful it is and that you probably end up feeling cranky, groggy and under the weather. Losing out on the recommended 7 to 9 hours of sleep your body needs on a regular basis does far more damage than merely making you feel lethargic and grumpy. There are many potential long-term effects of sleep deprivation that reduce your thriving and that as you get great sleep now and work on your positive experience of sleep, you will be able to prevent. Heightened risk of diabetes. The human body's natural reaction to sleep deprivation can sometimes resemble insulin resistance. This is a precursor type 2 diabetes. Insulin is responsible for helping the body convert glucose into energy and the breakdown of fats and proteins. When the body resists insulin, your cells fail to use the hormone efficiently, which then results in high blood sugar levels. Heightened risk of high blood pressure. Prolonged lack of sleep can impair the body's ability to regulate stress hormones and lead to high blood pressure. Impaired memory and cognition. 
Many studies show that by getting only five hours of sleep at night, you can adversely affect your brain's ability to remember important information. Sleeplessness can lead to encoding failures, which manifest in behaviors such as forgetting where you left your phone, your glasses, or keys, or even the date of an important anniversary or birthday or event. Heightened risk for heart disease. When you've gone too long without consistent, deep sleep cycles, certain things occur which prohibit the body from reaching extended restoration cycles during which heart rate and blood pressure are lowered. Over time, this can lead to elevated blood pressure during the day and a greater risk of cardiovascular issues in the future. Heightened risk of weight gain. As discussed earlier, when your sleep isn't ideal, you'll experience a different balance of hormones in your body that can lead you to crave unhealthy food with more calories. Weakened immune system. Your immune system serves as your body's defense mechanism, protecting you from foreign invaders looking to divide and conquer. Without proper sleep, your immune system can become weakened and have trouble fighting off invaders. This can cause you to get sick more often and suffer through a slow recovery time when you do. Stunted concentration and problem-solving skills. Did you know that drowsy driving has been proven to be just as bad as drunk driving? There are major incidences in human history that have linked sleep deprivation to great accidents. So now we're going to go into a beautiful practice which can help you with sleep. We're going to practice making your exhale longer than your inhale. This is a natural yogic and scientifically verified stress-release breathing pattern. It signals to the brain that it is time to relax, which is then matching the release of hormones and biochemicals that allow for deeper relaxation. In 2018, at Leiden University in the Netherlands, there was published a detailed theoretical review called Breath of Life, the Respiratory Vagal Stimulation Model of Contemplative Activity. This was published in the Journal of Frontiers in Human Neuroscience. The review presents a wide range of studies that illustrate how slower respiration rates and longer exhalations physically and tonically stimulate the vagus nerve. Using diaphragmatic breathing techniques to kickstart the calming rest and digest influence of the parasympathetic nervous system is referred to as respiratory vagus nerve stimulation. So an example will be now that you begin a mini exercise with me in which I guide you. You can always extend it further after listening to this episode. Allow yourself first to be comfortable with your spine as straight as possible. And as you exhale through the nose, and inhale through the nose, just notice your breath first. Remembering as you inhale, the belly expands. And as you exhale, your belly moves back towards the spine. Include your awareness of your ribcage now, letting it widen as you inhale. That's right. I'm going to teach you a yogic hack to really slow down your breathing easily. You will be inhaling through the nose for this practice. 
but because we want to lengthen the exhale, let's explore exhaling through rounded lips, as if you're breathing out through a straw or a flute. If you prefer, you could also inhale through an imagined straw. This would be through the mouth. But our main focus now will be to exhale through pursed lips, as if you're exhaling through a straw. So let's begin. I'm going to do this for you by counting in for a count of four and exhaling to a count of six. So let's begin. Inhale through the nose. One, two, three, four. Exhale through pursed lips, like exhaling through a straw. One, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale through the nose. One, two, three, four. Exhale through pursed lips. One, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale through the nose. One, two, three, four. Exhale through pursed lips. One, two, three, four, five, six. Continue on your own for a moment. Well done. Explore this. Have fun with it. It takes time, but it's highly worth it and highly beneficial. So now I'm going to end this show by giving you three tips, easy ones, which you could implement for enhanced quality and duration of sleep. Tip number one, have a shower before bed. This helps to rev up your body temperature as the skin dilates and loses heat. Melatonin rises. It has been linked with greater ease of falling asleep because of this change in temperature. When you go to bed and your temperature drops, this signals to the body it's time to enter sleep. Even a 1% drop in body temperature will trigger this response. A shower also has a calming effect and can be part of a relaxing sleep ritual to help program yourself to fall asleep more easily. Tip number two, wear pyjamas and use bedding fabrics that are natural and that breathe versus ones that have you trapped in a bed of heat without ease of temperature regulation. Cotton, silk, hemp and bamboo are recommended fibers for great temperature regulation. If you're sleeping next to someone, having your own blanket to regulate your temperature needs can make a huge difference to your sleep quality. Additionally, keeping your room cool between 16 to 19 degrees centigrade works best. Tip number three, practice two to five minutes of longer exhales versus inhales in your bed or just before going to bed. Thank you for listening to this episode. See you next time. And remember to like, share and comment. And of course, Get some good sleep.